Hello and welcome to tonight's production of Hit the Bricks Episode 8. To see artwork for tonight's programming, follow us at Hit the Bricks Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Our show is intended for all ages, but may portray scenes that are rather intense for some audience members. You can find a full list of content warnings as well as transcripts at hitthebricks.com. Stick around for Curtain Call where we will read a teaser for a secondary production, Primordial Deep, an underwater adventure thriller featuring prehistoric monsters from the prolific mind of Jordan Cobb. Now, having returned from the moon, Jesse, Wallace, and Lurleen set out on their good witch's quest. Jacoby. Yes, it's very sad, but we have to keep going. If we stay on our journey, we'll help him too. The Emperor. If we find him, will he really help us? Oh, yeah. Emperor Chopper's hospitality is well known. They say he has the biggest heart in all of Oz. Though I suspect it's average and he's just really philanthropic. I hope you're right. I'm getting tired of these wild goose chases. Speaking of chases... Where are we, anyway? We're in the northwestern corner of Oz, just south of the Oogaboo territories in the land of the Winkies. This is a side of Oz that the Emperor rules. If we head towards his palace, we may learn something. Besides, we're likely to find the Winkie Poppy we need for the potion here. Oh. What does a Winkie Poppy look like? Do you know what a poppy looks like? Yes. Well, Winky poppies look like normal yellow poppies with some slight differences. Do they grow on cactuses? Well, yes, actually they do. Isn't the plural of cactuses cacti? So they look like this. Hey, nice going, Wallace. That's two flowers down, right? What are you doing? Nobody move. What? What's wrong? Winky poppies can be dangerous. They're aggressive. Those cacti weren't there a second ago. We're surrounded. Just, just stay calm. They will attack and, and look out. What happened? I, I thought we were goners for sure. I, I don't know. I had my eyes closed. It's like they're hitting an invisible barrier around us. Our foreheads are glowing. That's it. The good witch's kiss. It's protecting us. We should be able to push through this. Just stay together and don't breathe in when they. Spray their perfume. It's poisonous and magic. Unlike vines and needles, the kisses won't protect us from them. <laughs> Wallace? Wallace? <coughs> I'm okay. I I just have to rest for a sec. 
My eyelids are so heavy. Get him up. If we fall asleep in here and stay for more than an hour, we'll never be able to wake up. Wallace! No, 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 no. Come on, buddy. Come on. We can't haul you out of this. You gotta stay awake. On the rocks. Wallace! Elephant. <laughs> no! Lurleen! These are flowers! Can't you do something? I... I don't know. Please, just try! Okay, um... Uh, wilt! Wilt! Uh, shiver! Uh, fall! No, no, I'm just making more of them! They're everywhere. This is all my fault. Okay, grab one of Wallace's arms. We'll have to drag him. No, it's no use. I can't budge him. Look out! It's a meteor shower! No, wait! Those are rocket shoes! It's Jacoby! Jesse? Lurleen? Is that you? Jacoby! What are you doing? Guys, stay put! I'll figure something out! No, you stay put and keep your air helmet on. These flowers are dangerous, Jacoby. Okay, okay, okay. They can't reach me up here. He'll be safe from the perfume, but what about... Jacoby! Look out for the vines! Ah! I'm trying! No! Uh, Let me go! (coughs) Lorleen! I can't... I can't help. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't know what to do. (coughs) (coughs) The kiss! Jacoby needs the good witch's extra kiss, remember? (coughs) Blow him a kiss! Don't look too deep into this, Jacoby! It's letting go! (coughs) I... I can't fight it anymore. (laughs) I'm too sleepy. Jesse? Jesse! Oh, 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 oh,
Jessica, we're okay. Wallace. Everything is fine. You just need some more... How long will she be like this, Mrs. Files? Seems like she was exhausted before the attack. She may sleep like this for another day or so. Well, good. She's been running us all ragged. Excuse me, Mrs. Files. Wallace is starting to wake up. Oh, good. Let's give him a second to gather himself and then go check on him. Yes, Jessica? Lurleen? I was wondering if you were ever going to get up. Uh, Where are my friends? Uh, Where am I? Easy there, buckaroo. Don't stand up too fast. You were smacked in the face with a bunch of poppy dust. You were out for a while. I'm Rhea's Files. I'm Wallace. I know. Your chatty friend told me all about you. That doesn't sound like Lurleen. No, it was the tall boy with the cool mohawk. Jacoby. So I didn't dream it. He did come down. But what about the elephant? That was probably me with my gas mask that keeps me safe from the poppies. Jacoby and Lurleen helped me get you guys out of the poppy field. So everyone's okay? Yeah. She got hit a little harder, so she's slower to wake up. But I think by tomorrow she'll be fine. Well, um, thanks for your help. This room is lovely, too. (laughs) Thanks. It's mine. So make sure you wipe that drool off the pillow. Oh, good gracious. (laughs) I'm kidding. Come on. Let's head to the kitchen. You hungry? Always. Oh, wow. A forest of treehouses. An entire network of them. This is incredible. We must be 60 feet in the air. Did you build these? Some of them, but most of them were created by my parents. My dad was a private for the Ugaboo Army back when it was still a thing, but he mostly was in charge of cultivating the files trees, and I think that turned into a love of all trees when he met my mom. Is that a bacon tree? Yeah. On this side of Oz, everything grows on trees. Whoa. It must be really easy to go vegan here. Okay, here we are. The kitchen tree. Rius! Careful with our guest. He really shouldn't be walking. I'm fine, Mr. Uh, um, Mr. Private Files. Private Joe Files. Thank you for your help, Private Files. There you are, Wallace. I'm so glad you're alright. Look at this! Food grows on trees here! Groundbreaking, isn't it? I'm so glad you're all right, Wallace. I'm Reese's mother, and Joe's wife, Oscar Files. Oscar? Any relation to Ozma? Wallace, Oz is a common prefix for names in Oz. It comes from the ancient language. It's shorthand for great or good. Well, um, you have a lovely home, Mrs. Files. Joe and I worked very hard on it. That smell is incredible! What is it? It's just pasta. But when we're finished, it'll be served in a bread bowl with any kind of sauce you could ask for. That's wonderful. Oh, wow. I'm so excited to eat so many things. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Joe, perhaps you should take him to the library afterwards and give him some of the recipe cards we've got. Which branch of the library is that? Southern, I think. Jacoby, would you like to help Private Files finish the rest of the meal? Oh, boy, would I? Over here, I'll teach you all about spice racks, and then we can move on to pots and pans. You seem like you're already a fan of copper. So, Wallace, Laleen mentioned you know the Good Witch of the North gave you all sorts of quests to go on. Mm-hmm. 
My quest is to work with Glinda. Jesse's is to find out what happened to Dorothy. I guess Jacoby's got the one about finding some Professor Pinhead. And Lurleen was given a potion recipe that will help Ozma. Really? Part of our journey is finding the ingredients. Do you mind if I take a look around your gardens to see if you have any of the plants we're looking for? You're welcome to whatever we have. Mrs. Files, did you plant those poppies outside? No, but we let them protect our grove. It keeps us safe, but occasionally they get a bit pernicious. Bit of an understatement. You're lucky we have weed freezer and gas masks. I suppose we are. I should have been more careful. I'm sorry. They would have attacked us regardless. Still, we have to get a blossom from the poppies. I imagine that won't be easy. Sure it will. Look, I managed to hold on to the one I picked. Okay, let's just go ahead and press that into the journal real quick before you spore yourself into a coma. So that leaves a rose, a gillikin lily, and a six-leaved clover. Are any of those deadly? No. But aside from the rose, which we may have in our garden, I imagine those will be difficult to obtain. Right. Lurleen mentioned that there was only one lily. Six-leaf clovers are pretty rare, too. Not to mention illegal to pick. What? Why? Because they're a common ingredient in witchcraft. That's just silly. They don't know we want it for witchcraft. I mean, we do, but they don't know that. (laughs) I know. How dare they? All right, Jacoby, now we have to salt the water. Oh, wow! Why? It helps season the pasta. It also raises the boiling point of the water so that when we add the pasta, it'll cook faster because the water will be even hotter. Fascinating! And that's good, right? This is pretty simple stuff, Jacoby. I guess you didn't get a lot of cooking done on the moon? All of our food was paste, but everything here is so fascinating and delicious, there's a... A roundness, a body to the flavor, and there are interesting textures and, 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 and combinations, sweets and sours. Jacoby, would you like to become an expert in cooking? Oh, I suppose I should like that very much. I want to be able to learn all that I can, not just about food, but about Earth. You're my kind of guy, but I don't see the point in wasting your taste for knowledge with acquainting you with the basics while you're here. For one, it's a waste of all the wonderful resources we have here. I have an idea. Alright, dinner is served. Everyone, please sit and take as much or as little as you like. Thank you, Mrs. Files, and Private Files. Honestly, I don't know what we would have done if it hadn't been for your kindness. Yes, we do. We know exactly what we would have done. We would have died. Why aren't you digging in? The sauce is excellent. I made it and it's still good. You guys made so much. I don't think we can eat all this. We never do. Don't worry. Nothing goes to waste around here. We just plant the leftovers into the ground and it makes more of them. Incredible. Which one is this one? Alfredo with penne pasta in a sourdough bowl. The bowl's been brushed with garlic butter. We use two and a half cups shredded mozzarella, half a cup of grated parmesan, one tablespoon of garlic powder, a little bit of pepper, two now, cups Now, now, of- Jacoby. Don't want to give everyone my secret recipe, do you? Oh, I- I'm sorry. I couldn't quite help myself, I suppose. That's quite the memory, Jacoby. It certainly is. I suppose it's because you worked very diligently in the kitchen with Joe on that recipe. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. So if, for example, you wouldn't be able to tell me how to cook something you've never cooked before, such as 
Oh, something complicated, like Beef Wellington. Gosh, my mom can't even make that. And she's an expert at puffing... Beef Wellington! You need two pounds of center-cut beef tenderloin, tied with salt and black pepper, olive oil, most recommend three tablespoons, but I think you should play it by ear, one pound of button mushrooms, four tablespoons of butter, one shallot, oh probably minced, as well as two tablespoons of heavy cream, breadcrumbs, garlic bread works particularly well, as well as parsley, Dijon mustard, horseradish, no real horses involved, thank goodness, and egg, flour, and puff pastry. If you don't have that pastry on hand, there's another recipe that I can think of for it, but anyway, you first need to season the tenderloin Joe with salt Files. and pepper. While this is happening, you need- What happened? Jacoby, are you okay? Joe used some of Professor Wogglebog's learning capsules to create a tree of knowledge. And if I had to guess, he fed some of that fruit to Jacoby. Look at the boy. He was behind in Earth Basics for over a hundred years. He has a century of information to make up for on his journey. Joe, that fruit is a new hybrid. You could have fried his brain. Which I'm sure he now has a recipe for. I only fed him a slice of the cooking section. Don't forget to finally chop your mushrooms. They should be moved Maybe to that pan of oil at about slices. half heat. Joe! Keep an eye on the shallots because they'll melt. I will and when not they apologize do, for sharing knowledge. But this is cheating. He was at a disadvantage. Psst. This is equity. Oh, irresponsible. I'm going to take my food to the historical times, architecture records room. Join me. <laughs> what they notice? Uh, yeah, no, sure. I'll just stay here. I love listening to people's parents argue. Stove? Stovetop pan should be warm enough to soften butter, which softens at about room temperature. Listen, unless that room is underground. They'll all be so much better Guys, off. So, what about when he wants to learn another skill or subject? Guys. He can't come back for more fruit. Sure he can. Guys. That's his choice. Hey! Oops. Are you all right, Laleen? Yes. Sorry. Not sure what happened. I'm sure it wasn't your fault at all. But now I'll have to get replacement herbs, since my herb jars have mysteriously exploded. Joe will clean all this up. Come on, Laleen. I want to show you my greenhouse. This is unlike anything I've ever seen before. It's lovely, Mrs. Files, really. Thank you. Flowers are my speciality. I used to have more powerful floral magic, but I lost those powers. You did? How? Are you a witch? Oh, no. I was born in the Rose Kingdom, right next to Ev. The flooding there ruined a lot of the flower beds there. I'm sorry. It's a shame for the environment. But my fellow flower fairies were somewhat horrible. I was the heir to the throne, but they rejected me because I wasn't a prince. As soon as my feet touched Aussian soil, I lost my fairy powers and I became human. I didn't know that was possible. It suits me just fine. I still have an affinity for plants, as you can see, and now I get to stay with Joe. What's wrong, Laleen? I'm a witch. I've got control over plants in particular. Well, control might be the wrong word. I can't contain my magic, and sometimes it, sometimes it's unpredictable. Especially when I'm scared or upset, which is when I need it most. I understand that's what happens with magic sometimes, but without anyone to teach me, and with the stricter anti-magic laws, I'm afraid I'm going to hurt someone. So when Joe and I were having our little debate... It reminded me of when my parents used to argue... I guess it upset me more than I realized because I exploded all those spice jars. I noticed you making a couple of cups of lavender tea. I'm trying to find ways to use my magic productively, but calming myself down isn't enough. I know that fairy magic and witch magic aren't the same. 
I may not know the proper spells or incantations for you, Lalene, but I do know flowers. Sit down. Feel the grass under you? Do you know how I got it to grow here? I simply asked it what it needed and let it be. Flowers are just the same as any other part of nature. They grow, they evolve, under certain circumstances they can thrive or perish, but you can't make them be something they're not. So, ask them what they are, and take them at their word. I... I'm not sure I speak flower. Try. Close your eyes. Try to imagine the roots of the bushes and trees under the soil, and soon you'll feel them. Then you'll realize that you're not imagining anything. It's all real and waiting to grow. The bush next to you hasn't blossomed yet. Concentrate hard on the plant. What does it need? It wants to blossom, but it needs more room. We're crowding it. Take a step back. It's working! Am am I doing this? Yes. You and the bush are working together. So tell me, what type of flower is this? It's a quadling rose bush. This is one of the flowers we needed. I, I, I can't believe it. Thank you, Mrs. Files. Don't thank me. I'm here to help you in any way that I can. Well, uh, in that case, before we leave, I actually did have another question. It's about Rius. Wow, Rius, this is really fascinating. It says here that Glinda's palace is tended to by an all-female court and army. Glinda's all about that girl power, I guess. Oh, wow, Jessica would love her castle. It looks like something from the San Francisco Palace of Fine Arts. So wait, why are we here again? Well, you said the Good Witch of the North tasked you to work with Glinda, right? Well, nobody can work with her so long as her palace sits on the bottom of the flooded desert. Plus, I heard you liked architecture. Yeah, I love any kind of art. Do you think that we can find a way to save Glinda in here? Well, maybe. I I fancy myself an inventor. All those ladders and mechanical pulleys over the walkways? I invented those. And my gas mask. If I can find out more about the palace, I bet I can invent a way to raise it from the bottom of the sea. Look at this. What did you find? An old article from the Ozite Gazette. The wizard invented a safety feature on Galinda's palace, taking inspiration from one of their adventures with the skeezers. (laughs) The what? Uh, doesn't matter. Basically, the wizard made a magic machine that encases Galinda's castle in a bubble if it detects sand from the deadly desert. It's supposed to pop after any storm is over, but if the area around Galinda's palace flooded, the sediment that got kicked up around the palace would have made it so that the bubble stayed intact, which is good, because otherwise Galinda and her court would have turned to dust. Why can't she just lift herself out? Or transport herself, or something. The desert has a way of weakening magic, or obscuring it. It's possible her spells don't last once they leave the bubble dome. I wonder... What are you looking for? My father has a copy of every blueprint of every invention the wizard makes. Dad's like the official Oz archivist. Okay, now we're cooking with gas. 
I found a blueprint of the wizard's bubble machine. And? <laughs> what does it say? Give me a second. Mm, maybe. Okay, yes. There's a switch here that allows the bubble to lift the palace off the foundation in case of storms. But to get it to release, you have to activate a motor and then flip the release switch that's below the castle. Sounds simple. If it weren't at the bottom of a poison lake. <laughs> Semantics. I'll take this stuff with me and keep studying and trying to think of a plan. Come on, let's take our plates back to the kitchen. Oh, careful. When the breezes blow through here, these bridges can really sway. <laughs> Thanks. Um, you think your parents are still going to be fighting when we get back? Huh? Oh, the smart fruit thing? They don't actually fight. These are always, like, debates on moral and philosophical differences. They always come away stronger for it. It's kind of amazing, considering the superstition. What do you mean? Oh... That's right, you wouldn't know. There's this old fable here that there's some sort of curse over Oz that makes it hard for anyone to be in love. Apparently, if anyone falls in love here, the world will conspire to break them apart by any means. Sometimes it gets pretty violent. Oz isn't exactly a romantic place. Mm, I suppose not. A big wind's coming through. Shh. This is my favorite part of living up here. Wow. What was that? The fruit on the trees. This forest grows everything from furniture to glass. The sound it makes when the branches smack together in the wind makes for a great orchestra. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so... Jacoby and Dad are probably going to be spending the next couple days cooking, and your friend Larlene and my mom are all about tiptoeing through the tulips. <laughs> Is there anything I can help you guys with? Well, yes, actually. I, I need to know more about Oz. It's geography, it's customs, it's history, it's everything. We have so much to do, and not a lot of time. I need to make the most of everything this forest has to offer. Will you help me? Of course. After pulling you guys from the poppies, that'll be a cakewalk. <laughs> Thanks. Say, how did you know we were down in the poppies anyway? I, I can't even see them from way up here. A little mouse told me. This episode starred Michelle Agresti, PJ Scott Blankenship, Kaylee Hamilton Marrera, Jordan Higgs, Layla Katib, Bridge Geen, and Mitchell Mail. It was written and directed by PJ Scott Blankenship, executive produced and sound designed by Chad Ellis, music by Catherine Haas, AP Harbor, Jeff Ball, and Jordan Bush, recording engineering by Brandon Grugel and Chad Ellis, story editing by T.H. Ponders. Transcripts by Aaron M. Speckley. Art by Chandler Candela. Audio consulting and cleanup by Sage GC and Travis Reeves. Magic consulting by Jordan Barres. Special thanks to Davis Walden and Multitude. 
And now I would like to paint you a picture of a new audio fiction podcast, Primordial Deep. Primordial Deep is a science fiction action thriller set in the expanded universe of the award-winning audio drama Yanis Descending. When a long-extinct sea creature washes up on the shores of Coney Island, marine biologist Dr. Morella Morgan is contacted by a secret organization to investigate the origins of the creature's sudden and unnatural resurgence. Soon, she and a team of explorers find themselves living on the research station, the Tiamat, traveling along the abyssal plains as they search for answers far below the waves. But there are dangers in these ancient waters. Reawakened prehistoric monsters are rising from the deep, jaws wide and waiting, and in the darkness, something is stirring. Subscribe now in the podcatcher of your choosing to listen to the first hour of Primordial Deep. Good night, and see you in Oz.